I've had the same thought. What if you have a smaller, it's a physical location, but it's geared towards studio. It's more mm -hmm. of a studio and it can be used for a lot of different creation things throughout the week. But then you have a physical gathering and small groups could go in there or whatever, but it's, yeah. it's not like the traditional big church with a bunch of rooms or whatever, but it's more just like that studio feel. And I think that there's something to that. There's something really interesting. Yeah. I honestly think that's the future of church. There's not a lot that we actually need to do physically. If you think about it, I can have a very meaningful, repentive conversation with a pastor through Zoom. I can do a Bible study through Zoom where mm -hmm. all of us are focused our attention. We're sharing what's going on. We're setting up a specific time to all get together. The only thing that kind of gets weird through my a year and like almost a year of experience doing this is worship and like hugging. Hey, welcome back to the channel. This is from the Garofis with Micah Foster. This can be seen on my YouTube channel. This can be heard on Anchor, Spotify, and so many other different sources for podcasts. And today I have a special episode for you. This is episode number four. And I talked to Alex Dion Wilson, who used to live in Fresno where I live, but now lives in Hawaii. And he started with some friends, a church uh, outreach ministry that meets on Instagram. So they do Instagram Live, and that is a service they do for people who cannot or will not go to a physical church for a service. And so I want to share with you this conversation that I had with him. Enjoy. And uh, so I wanted to reach out to you okay. and have a conversation about uh, about what you've been doing because you've been doing a lot. You 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 know the first time I think I saw anything from you, I was like, this guy's in Fresno because you were in <laughs> Fresno at the time. I was like, I'm in Fresno. I need to know this guy. So, uh, so I think I saw a YouTube video or something um, first, and then I was like, "Where? What's going on with this guy?" And then pretty soon, you guys started Insta Church Live, mm -hmm. um, and so I was like, "Hey, can I come watch you guys do this?" Because it was so interesting to me. Yeah, was, that was fine, dude. Very simple, yet you know, it was reaching a totally different audience than most yeah. churches are, or it was supplementing for people or or whatever so that was really interesting so i have you know i have a video about that it's funny because one of your old uh youth kids commented on it the other day hey, alex used to be my youth pastor so that's oh no way that's crazy kind of funny uh anyways so but now you've moved to hawaii i'm wearing my okay. hawaii yep. shirt right here yeah right. that's awesome um, you gotta come visit micah i Seriously. would love to i haven't been there since i was like 10 Come on, dude. Come stay at our house and just stay for a week. Especially right now, if you look at tickets now, tickets are so cheap, dude. Seriously. I only offer that to people in ministry that I'm friends with. So, I mean, those are my only friends anyway, but. My, my, wow. your only issue in offering that to me is I come with four other people. Oh, and <laughs> they come with babysitting privileges. <laughs> I'll put them to work, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. So Anyways. Fun. I appreciate that, man. And if I can yeah, make it happen, room. I would. We have um, room. Like this, this room is in my garage outside of my, like, in my little carport. But, um, yeah, we have a three-bedroom, and we could throw all the kids in one room. And our master is really big, so the boys can stay with us in the master. Or you and your whole family can stay in the master. There's a bathroom in there. We'll figure it out. We don't care. I'm going to, like, right after this, I'm going to go look at tickets. Do it. To I'm see what, you, we, To see what's up. When we first lived here, we had ministry couples come like every other month. Did you? For a year and a half. 
our house was full. It was it was so fun, man. It's part of the reason, part of the biggest reason why we wanted to move here was to do that type of ministry. Um, That's because awesome. I come from a, a house where my dad worked too much in ministry. Yeah. So, and then she comes from a family where her her family left ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know the importance of rest and stuff. So yeah, man, we'll talk about it later. But I want you guys yeah. to come. So cool. Hey, man. Uh, so I ha- I've had some questions, right? Mm-hmm. I want to ask you some stuff. Okay. So you guys started Insta Church Live. Tell me what prompted that starting. What? Why? Why did you start Insta Church Live? And 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 a little brief. What is that? Yeah, we never talked about this. We I was or maybe we did. I was watching a John Chris video. Um, I know like there's a lot of stuff going on with him right now, but he's mm-hmm. I know he's a I know he's a loving guy, and I know he loves the church and. We have mutual friends and I'm not going to go into that, but all blessings to him. And we know what it's like for the past to creep up in weird ways. So, but I was watching for one of his videos It's called check your heart. And it was a funny music video that he did with some of my friends. And I felt like watching all those Christian rappers and then watching John do his thing, like with comedy in the Christian world, I was like, these guys know what they're meant to do. Like they know they're gifting and they're executing it very well. And I was like, God, I feel like I'm not, I told God, I don't feel like I'm executing well what my gifting is. I know it has something Mm -hmm. to do with online video and recording, Mm -hmm. but I don't know like how to execute that well. And 30 seconds later, he was like, I want you to do a church service on Instagram. And I was like, what? This is great. So I called a couple guys at a local church called the Well Community Church. Um, Mm -hmm. Mike and I know those guys over there. And we, I called them and I was like, hey, like you guys want to do this? And they were like, Alex we're pretty sure you lost your mind, but we'll just try it with you. And we're like, okay, fine. So we, uh, we just did it and it worked and it went crazy. And what I was thinking about were people who were sick, people with Mm -hmm. atheist uh, parents um, and people who just weren't ready to walk into church. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was, I think solely it was coming out of an area of church hurt for me where I physically or mentally wasn't ready to go back to church. And I'd even tried a couple of times, but I just felt like because I had this career online as like an online preacher and because I worked in different youth groups around the city, I felt like there was always like, and my dad is a big deal in Fresno because of the college that he worked at. I just felt like every time I walked into a church, it was like all eyes on me and everyone knew who I was. And it was just this uncomfortable feeling. I didn't feel like I could just be alone with the mm-hmm. Lord. Um, I feel like I, if I stepped into a church, I had to be on stage or I had to like do worship or I had to like go do a youth group thing. Like, you know, I feel like I had to work. Um, and so coming out of that, it made me think about those people too. And so, and that's the people who flock to us, um, on Sundays is the people who are not ready to go to church or they have atheist uh, parents or sick. Yes. And we have, we actually have friends that like go to your church (laughs) But they call our church theirs, but they never come. But they go to yours. <laughs> well, they have to have a physical location. They have to. And that we've been in the, me and the board members, because we're not actual, um, we're a religious organization, but we're not an actual church 501c3. But we have board members. And the board members where I have been talking about, like, starting a, a physical location that's more like a studio, mm-hmm. um, kind of like Jimmy Fallon meets church. So there's, like, a live audience, yeah. but we still record. Um, our services and we've been playing with the thought because we we do know there needs to be a physical um, place for us to like you know, all be the church. I've had the same thought 
Yeah, uh, it's hard. That what what if you have a smaller mm-hmm. it's a physical location, but it's geared towards studio. It's more mm-hmm. of a studio and it can be mm-hmm. used for a lot of different creation things throughout the week, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then you have a physical gathering and small groups could go in there or whatever, but it's yeah. it's not like the traditional big church right? Or, mm-hmm. you know, big church with a bunch of rooms or whatever, but it's more just like that studio feel. And I think that there's something to that. There's something really interesting. Yeah. About that. I honestly think that's the future of church because we, there's, there's not a lot that we actually need to do mm-hmm. physically. If you think about it, um, I can have a very meaningful, uh, repentive conversation with a pastor through Zoom. I can um, do a Bible study through Zoom where mm-hmm. all of us um, are focused our attention. We're sharing what's going on. Um, we're setting up a specific time to all get together. We can, the only thing that kind of gets weird through my, a year and like almost a year of experience doing this is worship and like hugging. You know, it's like you worshiping across the screen is weird because there's like internet lag and like mm-hmm. different people are singing at different times of the song. And so that kind of gets weird. Um, and then obviously there's no physical like hugging and there's, there's been mm-hmm. times where like, uh, just during quarantine, I've seen a friend and I've totally forgot like the six feet right. thing and we hugged and then halfway through the hug, we're like, what are we doing? But we're so glad we did. <laughs> Cause it was just like this, like warm embrace right. that, um, is rare right now between people that you love. Uh, and there's a reason why Paul says like, you know, greet each other with a kiss because it's, there's a physical need that humans have to have um, but for the most part i can see churches like some churches not going back to the way it was before corona right. after this right because they're going to so, see the impact is so big yeah and do, so my that's one of my questions is what do you mm-hmm. think you know first of all let me just make a comment about what you just said because i think there's something there's something that happens when we're together physically, right? So yes. it's like it's like a piece of that incarnational ministry yes. Yes. that you can't fully do through online means, right? You can't fully do. Oh, so um, I think it froze. Sorry. Oh, you got me. Yeah, I got you. Cool. Am I lagging at all? No, you're good. You're completely okay. stable. It's just yeah. that a little thing popped up on my screen that said you're unstable. So. anyway so what i was saying is it's just like there's there's just a little there's a piece of what you can't do only online and it's part of that incarnational ministry just being present physically and stuff but that being said there's a lot that you can do there's Mm -hmm. a lot that you can do so let's not discount that so um my my question to you is as as you know different states and areas open back up right and mm-hmm. and they attempt to go back to normal whatever that is you yeah. know normal's different for everybody but uh what are some of the things that you would say to churches trying to go back to normal mm-hmm. or trying to adjust what do you think are some of the things that you think churches ought to be thinking about as they uh kind of move together again in physically that's a great great question i love this question cuz I've gotten it before in a different way. And the illustration that God gave me about it was um, with Harry Potter. So I know Harry Potter is probably not the best example because there's some stigma with whether or not we should let our kids be involved with 
My I son love Harry loves Potter, Harry Potter, so. by the way. Yeah, just shoot me now, but I love Harry Potter. I think he's a great picture of Christ in the Resurrection Stone and stuff. But anyway, without nerding out, there is um, such a huge community of, they're called potheads, um, mm-hmm. of people who love Harry Potter, and they come together for these conventions. And every mm-hmm. time um, they have a convention, a Harry Potter convention or whatever, it's the same nerds that come out every year. They dress up like the main characters. And they have this physical meeting all wrapped around this very, um, this, this book. And when they had the book, when they first cracked it open, they weren't with all these people. They were alone under right. a tree or on a beach reading Harry Potter for the first time by themselves, not knowing that after opening up this book, they were going to run into probably some of their best friends at a convention right. years down the line. And right. that's the same thing that happens with online church. If you create a good online experience that's honor, interactive, and powerful and life-changing um what is naturally going to happen out of that is people are gonna want to see each other it's just gonna happen when we see a trailer come out for star wars we there's a certain number of star wars fanatics who cannot wait to dress up (laughs) and go to the theater that's what they live for and the trailer all the trailer does is pull them together even more and so these online church services are really just trailers or actual physical meeting. Hmm. Um, and I think what one thing that we're thinking through with Insta Church is what if we did uh, a convention like once a quarter and we did online church services, but once a quarter we did this big convention where mm-hmm. it's really cheap and it's everything's free, food, everything. And people just come to worship for like three days, um, get together, maybe even just one day, a one day event or whatever. Um, but we meet that physical need and then we go back to reach as many people as we can. Um, yeah. So I think that's what churches need to be thinking through. Like this is your time to put out as many trailers as possible Mm. that, you know, convicts and like challenges and encourages people to really get involved online because that's only going to make them want to get together physically. I mean, comic con, video con, like everything. So, so, so exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. seriously had the conversation yesterday right uh-huh. with pastor pastor Susie, Susie, and he was talking about how they do every year you know because they're online they're on twitch gamers uh-huh. is their main uh target and he says every year we do something called squad con because their church Whoa. is called god squad i've church. seen them i've seen okay. them on twitch so they do god's uh, uh squad con which is uh-huh. where people from all over the world there's over 3,000 people who are actively kind of engaged mm-hmm. and they come, you know, I don't know how many come to the squad con, but there's people from all over the world come. They do, they have worship, they have preaching, they have gaming sessions. They've got, you know, all that stuff. And it's like, Oh, I recognize your, you know, what's your username, you know, like, yeah. you know, and they oh, make that dude, personal that so cool. connection. And this year, I think they, it's, they're still planning on doing it. I don't know when it's going to be They're They're kind of like, holding it loosely, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's just one of the things that is very interesting in this online mm. sort of experience is the ability to kind of do that. Now you went to something that was, um, that was centered around a common interest recently. You were invited mm-hmm. to something yes. because you've been mm-hmm. very active on TikTok, And mm-hmm. so you got to go to a TikTok creators mm-hmm. meetup, you know, so tell me yeah. about that. What was that like, man? Because you, so okay, so TikTok, you yeah. just kind of blown up on TikTok. Yeah. It's just the viral uh, 
thing about that is just crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. Wow, it's so weird. I feel like, I mean, every time we talk, I always feel like we're on the same um, wavelength. Ever since that one talk in uh, Starbucks that one time. But uh, it's so funny you bring up TikTok because um, to answer your question first, and then we started like a TikTok church. And it was interesting how that happened. I can't, I can't wait to tell you that story. But the meetup was amazing. So, well, it wasn't amazing. I felt really awkward there because I was like one of the sure. only christian creators right. like there's a lot of right. creators there that were, that were christian but i was the only one that made christian content mm-hmm. um so it was awkward i was really insecure uh because i have spent so much time editing so much time in a room alone with a camera mm-hmm. um being around that many people i had it i had done I, I was doing surf lessons i was doing small small group meetups right. Bible studies like small things but being around that many people i had it in a long time and especially people who i like have seen a lot on the for you page and explore page like really famous people on the app and so i was just really self-conscious and but it was it was a really good experience and i i built a relationship with tiktok through that that i am really grateful for and they just emailed me and they're going to send me a surprise gift in the mail and um, they invited me to a, a virtual webinar that they're having on april 28th it's for creators only and so i, I created a good uh, relationship with them. And I, one of the things I asked the people in charge was what genre is my content in? And I was thinking like spirituality or even Christianity. Cause there's a lot of Christians mm-hmm. on the app. Right. Um, like Micah, I know Micah posts on there and he does, I love his content as well. Um, and so they said education and I was mm-hmm. like interested and I was like, really? And she was like, yeah, you're teaching people about the Bible. So um, that's education, spiritual education. It's no, I mean, it is different, but in the world's mm-hmm. eyes, it's no different than a yoga instructor on the app teaching right. them different things about yoga. Right. Um, so I thought that was cool. It kind of gave me a, a target to go for. Um, and then when I got home is when I started doing like, um, it, our tattoos a sin? Uh, is it okay for Christians to game? Like stuff like that um, is what really, really started to explode me even more. Um, yeah. With that said, Corona <laughs> hit and kids were like, I don't have Instagram, so I can't go to your Insta church. And so I put out a lot of videos on my TikTok, inviting people to my YouTube church and my mm-hmm. Insta church. Right. And they kind of, I mean, they got a lot of views, but on my channel, they like were considered like flops. And what we have found out through just talking to different TikTok employees and stuff is they basically don't like it when you ask people to go to a different app. And so anytime yeah, sure. you, yeah, anytime you try to promote your own Instagram or your YouTube channel, they're not going to do well mm-hmm. uh, just because they want you to stay on TikTok and they, w- they want to give you everything you need not to go to anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And so with that thought, I was like, okay, I'm going to put out a video saying like I made a TikTok church. So we made an account called TikTok Church Live. Um, mm-hmm. I posted an invite on that account wondering how the um, algorithm would treat it, um, right. especially because there is an algorithmic thing with a person's face. So if mm-hmm. I were to, we need to, we need to do this, but if I were to do a video with you, Micah, <laughs> chances are it would probably do better because the, the TikTok would see my face and they would know like, oh, that's Alex. Let's um, show this to more people. Mm-hmm. And that encourages collaboration as well. Um, so I thought the same thing's going to happen. I'm going to post on this TikTok church live page and that video is going to be show, you know, shown to a lot of people and it totally didn't work. <laughs> it just like, just flopped, like no views. Mm-hmm. So I went, I recorded a video on my own page saying, hey, I know you guys don't have Instagram, so here's a TikTok church. 
Um, real simple video. Went to sleep. It got like no views. Went to sleep, woke up. The TikTok Church Live account had 300,000 followers. And that video had 3 million views. Just and I was like, what the heck? But the reason why is because TikTok was like, oh, this guy is starting an actual TikTok Church account. We love that. And then a week later, I got verified. Crazy. So they, I mean, they, to, go, to go to sleep with like no nothing and to wake mm-hmm. up with that is just, just incredible. Yeah. And my account was already doing great. It was already doing good. But there's something about like we tried to do online church on my Instagram, like an Instagram mm-hmm. church service on my page. And then yeah. we try to do a TikTok church service on my page. And there's right. other TikTokers who do that. But there's something about, and my wife helped me understand this. There's something about having a page dedicated to it um, that right. is a lot simpler and easier for people to understand. Um, just because people go to an actual church building, going to an actual TikTok church account page or a God Squad page for a certain type of content, it just makes sense that way. Right. And so you're now you've got, okay, you, you guys are broadcasting live. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like all the time. So you've got <laughs> Instagram church live. TikTok mm-hmm. Church Live. Do you call it mm-hmm. Church Live or just Instagram Church? We call it, uh, yeah, we call it Insta Church. Insta but Church. But the account is Insta Church yeah. Live, yeah. Yeah, okay. So TikTok Church, YouTube Church. Mm-hmm. Other, am, I, am I missing a platform? Twitch? You guys started streaming Twitch recently? We started doing the Twitch, but I, I'm pretty sure we're going to shut it down. Um, yeah. And I'll probably put out a video of telling people to go to God Squad because. Because I'm not a gamer, it, it, I don't really fit. Um, you need, you almost need, and uh, on Life Church does this as well. They have a guy who games, and he's mm-hmm. gaming. He's got the whole gaming setup with the headphones, everything. And then he'll do like a pre meetup talk, prayer, whatever. Um, and then he'll um, he'll play the sermon and the worship from um, mm-hmm. Life Church's online service. And then he comes back at the end. He wraps everything up. That's an interesting way to do it. Um, but just me, we're treating it like it's YouTube. We're treating it like it's Instagram and it's just not working. Cause I'm, I'm not into gaming really at all. Um, if mm-hmm. I was, I would have the whole setup and I'd play a couple games and I would maybe do a song with them on my guitar and I would preach and have some Q and a afterward. That's how I would do it. But we're probably going to shut it down or give the page to a church. And I don't really know who to give that to, but I'd totally be willing to do that. Um, but we have the yeah. handle Twitch Church Live. I have a logo that I made for it. Um, I think it all looks really cool. So, yeah, because we started. I mean, I was just like, when we did, when we said we're, we've got to do online services now, like we don't uh-huh. have a choice, right? So we're doing simulated live. It's not live live, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm in the chat feed. So I'm in the chat feed. I'm talking to people. Cool. Perfect. I'm trying to. We're encouraging a lot of like, hey, you know, answer this question in the chat, all that kind of stuff, right? Uh huh. Um, but because it's all happening from this garage, uh-huh. like I'm doing everything from this garage. So, uh, so I have to like pre-record worship with different people. Cause I don't want to be the only person on the feed and right. all this stuff. Right. So we, we use Ecamm live and restream iOS. So we restream yeah. to YouTube, Facebook, mm-hmm. um, Twitch and Periscope, which is Perfect. a thing. So, Sick. awesome. Um, so that's what we're streaming to, but all of our views are on YouTube and Facebook pretty much. 
of course, you know, yeah, pretty much. And yeah. and and Facebook is where the chatting is happening, whereas okay, good. you know it, the other places, you know, people kind of jump in and out, but there's not a lot of chatting. In YouTube, there's a little bit of chatting, but yeah, it's all it's mostly on Facebook, and that's kind of the main place where most of our people are, anyways. Interesting. Um, but but that being said, like if there was a way for us to do to do it better. There's a way for us to do it on Instagram, but it's just, it's just I, the simulated live doesn't work very well on Instagram. It's very hard yeah. to do that. So that's kind of I where do, we're there. I do have a website that allows you to do simulated to Instagram. Um, you have to, of course, upload a 1080 by 1920, so story, vertical video shape. Yeah. Um, whether that means you take the horizontal video and you put it on top of a vertical, uh, background right um or you actually shoot that. it vertical um but there is a there's a website that i promise i wouldn't share because there's a point <laughs> where i thought i was gonna do simulated um mm -hmm. and i have done simulated like two or three times on instagram live and no one knew um mm -hmm. i i still even though it was recorded the day before I still was very engaged on how I talked, right. like comment, amen. If you're with right. me, turn to your Bibles right. to Mark chapter two, comment Mark right. chapter two in the comments. Like I was still like very interactive the way I did. So no one knew it was simulated, but I was sitting back watching from my own account. Right. Um, it's called one stream. Yeah. It's called one stream dot live or one stream dot IO. Um, but go check that out. It works. It works. It messed up once and I still don't know what happened. But it worked like two or three times very well. Mm -hmm. um, and it pins a comment. If you, whatever the title is, you upload it into, um, it pins that as the comment. So oh, okay. we would make the title of the video Welcome, One Song, One Message, and Prayer, and Today's Topic. And it would pin that at the bottom. Um, it worked for the most part. I think one thing that doesn't work is when after the live is done and it reposts, it doesn't repost with comments. At the oh, bottom, okay. it just reposts with the pinned comment, which was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes what happens is someone opens up the live and the screen is black, but they can hear the audio. But the only thing to do with that is they just need to they need to close the app and open it back up. Um, so it's definitely doable. I would right. say it's one of those things I'm going to keep is if I'm like totally burnt out or if an emergency happens and I know we're right. going to be out of town or if I'm speaking at a conference and I'm going to miss right. instant church. I'm either going to do instant church in my hotel room or I'll use one stream right? Um, and just upload it ahead of time. So I don't have to worry about it. But I realized that what, what I am good at and what just by default from doing this, like just being on the field for a year of doing that, um, what I'm good at is actually hosting a true live service. Um, and I think that's the DNA of Insta church and TikTok church. Of course, TikTok church, there's no way to, on TikTok, there's no way to upload simulated right. casts to it. But I also and, would say, I think that's where pastors need to put all of their practice. Live video is going to take over the next decade. I just, mm -hmm. I know it. So pastors need to be like going live as much as possible, getting comfortable with um, right. hosting a live. I think it'll be so valuable. Right. 
And and I do sometimes, you know, I'll do like a Friday live on the Facebook or I'll do, I'll Perfect. jump in on Wednesday or yeah. something. And, you know, there's that interaction and you can talk to people specifically and stuff like that, which is That's very it. valuable. Sunday, because of the size of our team that's running things, you know, mm-hmm. for us to have, uh, you know, pretty good, you know, just the the technical aspect of making sure everything's going to, is happening and all that. It's, it's a beast, you know, and if you want to, oh man, it, it can get, it can get a little crazy, but yeah, it does. Uh, one of the things that's really interesting because TikTok, I've done a couple of live things on TikTok, just on my Perfect. personal page. Um, and like I've done just Q and a with people, Hey, you have any questions about Jesus, the Bible, Christianity, whatever, mm-hmm. and had some good conversations. Um, but it's like, it's a hit and miss for me, yeah. whether it's going to get, um, get kind of pushed or, mm-hmm. you know, that people are going to find it. And so sometimes it's like, all right, no one's on, I'm going to shut this down because yeah. I'm not going to wait here for a long time. And, and what's really interesting is there's, as far as I know, there's no way to keep that video up. So on Insta- yeah. Instagram, it, you can keep that video up for 24 hours or whatever in yeah. your, you know, in your, uh, story or whatever but on tiktok it's there and it's gone so mm-hmm. far they may yep. have changed that but so that makes it that makes me even want to do the live on tiktok even less because there you have yes. to be in the moment yeah. you have to be in the moment so what we were doing is we were doing all three at once tiktok youtube and instagram three three different iphones which going back to the technological aspect people want real they don't really care about I think the only thing that I would say that they would care about is more so audio. Um, mm-hmm. But the reason why we use iPhones is because it's so easy to live stream. Um, and it, it takes a lot of stress off of us. We just hit play or hit record or whatever, hit live, and it just goes. Um, the quality is not the best, but the majority of our audience is watching on an iPhone um, mm-hmm. and not their TVs. And YouTube's quality when we do stream to youtube watching it on tv it's really not that bad um and it's such a short service and they can hear us clearly um that's really what matters and so um we love doing it that way tiktok and instagram have completely different cult you know this completely different cultures and that's why i think tiktok will never allow us to keep it up for another 24 hours because the the idea of tiktok is keep you on the app everything's happening now right now so if you're not here right now you're gonna miss it um mm-hmm. this is why for the most part there's no timestamps on videos um mm-hmm. they're kind of like weird with timestamps they really try to hide them um mm-hmm. so that no one knows when you posted a video it always feels right. like it's right now and mm-hmm. so their live is with that as well i think the reason why they pushed out my tiktok church invite video with three million views is because TikTok really likes the idea of churches doing live services on their app. Um, they know there's TikTok is so smart. I learned this talking to some of the executives. They know how big um, Christianity is. They know, and they know how many people um, are part of the faith. And if they can get them on the app, they'll do whatever they can. So uh, one thing that you can do, you know, in TikTok is people give like their tithe through TikTok donations. Um, and so, I mean, it's mainly just kids, but sometimes we'll walk away from service with like 30 bucks and we're like, right. Oh, that's like these kids, like $3 tithe. They're just giving. Um, right. And so 
TikTok gives you a lot of tools to host a very like live, you had to be here to get it. If not, you're going to miss it um, type of event on Sunday. Um, and so that's what I like about what I like about them. Instagram is wholly focused on marketing. So mm -hmm. if you do a live, there's so much you can do in a live on Instagram. You can, I think you might've seen us do this, but you can uh, upload a, you can go live, upload a video from your camera roll that takes up the whole screen. And so we'll make, we'll make a slide that has the lyrics of a song and we'll mm -hmm. hit upload and it'll show that lyrics on the screen while we're live. Um, you can do this all inside the app. You can um, pull people in and talk to them. So last week, what we did for the intro is we pulled in Insta church family members and said, That's Hey, awesome. where are you watching from? How's it going? Like, what do you, you know, what Bible do you have? Whatever. And we're just talking right. it up, like chatting up and it makes, even though it's one person, it makes everyone in the chat feel like we're all oh, there yeah. together. Oh Yeah. It's amazing, dude. And so That's, all that, that, go for it. No, I was just going to say that is a game changer, I think, for online ministry when you can um, almost, um, you know, mm -hmm. crowd raise some of the content. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, because like, for instance, okay, so we did a, 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 at the top of one of our services, we did Hold My Hand, you know, the song, just a yeah. fun opener thing. That's but we, we had different, you know, um, musicians do their parts and then I put it all together in a video and you know so they're all distant but it's getting different faces on the screen because they're awesome. like oh oh yeah there's so-and-so there's so-and-so or you know or, or things like that or a couple last week I think it was uh, you know tell me what you're grateful for and so people mm -hmm. sent me in clips and then we just put it all together and showed uh, this is what people are grateful for and there's people from the church so it's like bringing different faces in now the like the live like Instagram like you can bring someone in so yeah. I did that like a month ago maybe uh -huh. and um it was like you know my my son was uh, or my my boys were in bed my daughter and my wife were out of town uh -huh. and you know and I was like I don't really want to watch anything or whatever so I uh, I started to do a live just uh -huh. as like a check-in and see you know anybody had any questions or whatever on Instagram and then this guy Chris uh, who I know is a, a college pastor from Texas, he was in there. And I was like, hey, man, you want to jump in? And so we had like an hour and a half live like interview with people wow. watching just about because it was all like COVID was just starting in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Shutdowns were being threatened. Like we were talking about what is this going to mean for your college ministry, all this kind of stuff. And it was so off the cuff and just spontaneous. But I had a lot of fun doing it. I was like, man, that's awesome. More. Because, you know, people were jumping in like with questions and stuff. And I was like, man, this is, this is awesome. I that love this. So sick. And that's what it's for. I mean, and it's all marketing. Like once you, Instagram gives you all the tools you need um, because they want to like, whatever you want to get people to, they want to help you do that. So for example, because I went live with those kids and I screenshotted it and I posted it, now a lot more people uh, want to go to church on Sunday because they're like, wow, they bring people into their life. They talk to kids um, and it's all marketing. I mean, if, if the end goal is to get people to come to your actual conference or come to your church and you, or uh, to get one of your books or whatever, and you use the tools that Instagram gives you, they, through live, it's going to get, it's going to get people in the door. Right. It just is because your most devoted followers are going to watch your live. There's people I follow, they go live. I don't watch it because I don't 
really care. But there's right. people, you know, there's people who who do jump into your life. Those are your those are your newsletter people. Those are the people who are opening your email newsletter. Those are the people listening to your podcast. Those are your most devoted people. And that's why it's so important to go live because every time mm-hmm. you go live, if it's five to p- 10 people, you know, those five to 10 people are on board with your mission. Right. It's a very personal experience at that point. Totally, man. Totally. Now, I think what could make a game changer, right, mm-hmm. is if Instagram would allow um, somehow for you to like let another device take over your stream for a portion. Mm. You know what I mean? So like, instead of it being split screen and you're invited in, it's like, Uh Hey, I'm going to let you take control of my screen for the next two minutes and you lead us in a song, you know, and then you've got, then you've got the ability to have worship leaders or guest speakers from around the world involved in your, and they don't have to be on your camera. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. They could do, um, I think what, they could do is just even allow it instead of instead of it being split screen um yeah. just make treat it, it more like an actual true like facetime where the, the host mm-hmm. is like really cool, small, small in the corner and then the guest is real big man that'd be sick i guarantee they'll do it at some point right at yeah some point. i think they're gonna do it it's just <laughs> it's so fun dude i mean Instagram so tell me this so, so i know easter Right, uh-huh. like leading up to Easter and with COVID, like you guys were like, "Hey, we're the only uh, COVID safe church." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and 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 uh, and so leading up to Easter, you guys were having, I think, record numbers for you guys of like people yeah. coming coming into the stream. So tell me about that. Like for each, I guess, yeah. platform, what is that? What is that like? Yeah, uh, YouTube was the lowest. YouTube was about like two hundred people consistently throughout it but youtube is a little bit different we get a lot of like rewatches mm-hmm. um yeah. so a lot of people watch it afterwards and those mm-hmm. numbers get up to like 2000 um views on youtube but instagram and tiktok were both over like 1200 um instagram was over like 1500 the whole time and then tiktok church was like 1200 yeah interesting wow and, and so yeah, and you, are you still rewatch. doing are you still doing three phones or are you doing it because you're doing it staggered times are you doing a staggered time now or are you doing it we decided because um we decided because different church campuses have different cultures uh tiktok church and insta church and youtube are like that too so because there's different types of people that go to each church service mm-hmm. and because of the tools that are given or 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 are not given on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube, um, it made sense for us to just do three different services. So we just use one mm-hmm. phone um, and we go live different times. A lot of people go to all three services and watch all of them, um, which I've done well, before at a physical church. Right, So, but they're pretty short. So yeah, they're all 20 minutes. It's very, yeah. very easy to do that. Yep, very totally. easy to do that. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, it's not an hour. So you're not no, doing three exactly. hours. You know, it's not like the old old time church where you got <laughs> you go three three four hours and then the potluck and then you got like another session oh dude i remember those days you know what i mean so <laughs> i remember those days all too well <laughs> so you mentioned this before you would uh-huh. you guys would identify as more of a parachurch ministry than mm-hmm. you know legally than a church mm-hmm. legally mm-hmm. um 
yet many people will treat you as their church. Yep. And you mentioned, you know, you got a lot of kids coming on because they don't have transportation. They don't have yeah. uh, supportive parents. They don't have whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can give through TikTok through the little mm-hmm. give live icons and the little, mm-hmm. I can't remember what they're called. You can um, give through all three, actually. I mean, we haven't done it yet because we have, there's some loopholes we have to jump through, but you can donate to any nonprofit of your choice on Instagram. And then YouTube has something called Super Chat. So it's the same idea as TikTok gift donations. You can just give live. Um, Twitch, you can give live too. So it's crazy. So it's I remember going on on uh, on TikTok and someone donated something like, what the heck is this? <laughs> and then I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh man, this is a thing. And then I start, started seeing it on other people's and I started watching um, some of, uh, I think it's Jason Coffey's uh, lives just to get a oh, feel. Oh, yeah. Of- yeah. So he's always live he's and, he, and it's, it's so crazy because he, he and his family are doing TikTok all day long. Like every day, I feel like. Oh, it's their main thing. It's their thing. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's their thing. And you know, they live in Hawaii. I don't even know what, what yeah. Island. On big Island. They, they write the names of their followers on some wall somewhere. And so people uh-huh. like love seeing their name somewhere yep. and they're, you know, and they cover the walls with it. And then he does lives where he's just sitting around. And he's like, oh, hey, at so-and-so, great to see you. Oh, hey. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's simply saying, oh, hey, to their name. And that's about it. That's about that's it. it. And yep. and they're giving, like, you know, these these gifts, like, constantly. And he's like, oh, yep. everybody go follow so-and-so because they're so awesome and so generous. I'm yep. like, what? Like, why is this entertaining? Why is this so yeah, attractive? You can't pull away. You cannot pull away. thousands of people oh, yeah. every time. Yep. Every time. And and I'm just like, this is crazy. And he seems like a really nice guy. Oh, he is. Um, they're believers. They're, they're strong yeah. believers. I got, that, I got that impression, but I didn't know that for sure. But you yeah. know how you can kind of. So, yeah. uh, and then he's put out some music, which is, which is cool. Um, uh-huh. Which, so anyways, I, I just find that whole thing fascinating. That's just, it's just fascinating. What a it crazy is, world we live in. I mean, in. people are walking, guys like Jason Coffey are walking away with, thousands after those sessions right so it's just i mean it it's another reason why uh tiktok really believes in their creator community they want they want their creators to keep creating right um and so they do stuff like that so that it's possible i wouldn't they, they've dropped the price too they've they've made uh it not so lucrative mm-hmm. um but i think they'll change that in the future once more brands start to really work with TikTok, I think they'll make it more like a cash app thing and not so much like uh, 60, 40 or 70, 30, whatever it is right now. Um, but I think they're going to start to let more of the proceeds actually go to um, them. I right. think they'd have to partner with like Venmo or cash app or something like Spotify is doing that right now. They're mm-hmm. partnering with cash app. And I think it'd be cool to see if TikTok could partner with Venmo or something like that. So creators can actually keep more of the gifts that they're getting um right yeah it's fascinating dude i would have to hit i would have to hit the threshold first before i could yeah totally anyway now let's talk about that for a second because yeah you know you got a family to support yes right and you're out here being very entrepreneurial and also Mm -hmm. um uh giving away right yeah. uh so yeah. much of your time energy focus 
to these platforms. Now you mentioned, you know, we may come away with $30 from one platform or whatever yeah. as a, as a tithe. Now that's yeah. great because that'll get you Taco Bell for your whole family, yeah. but, yeah. <laughs> but you got to support the family. So how do yeah. you guys, uh, how are you guys supported? Do you have people yeah. donators? Do you have, uh, or do you have like big donors who, you know, maybe not big, but you have people mm -hmm. who donate to what you're doing um, you know, and, and I know you have, uh, your surf instructor, right? Yeah, I actually, that's a good question. I actually quit surf instructing right before okay. COVID because I had a lot of speaking engagements. Uh -huh. uh, I had a lot of speaking engagements lined up. So, um, I quit and I was like me and my, I, had a, I just got a manager, um, and she has been working with brands with me. Um, okay. she negotiated a thing with Lifeway. And so we did some videos with them. Um, so I was like, yeah, like brands are reaching out to me finally. Like, this is what I've been waiting, like working towards for eight years. And then I was like packing my bags, ready to go and everything shut down. And so mm -hmm. we were like, oh shoot, what are we going to do? Um, and we just really just been living by faith. And there has been a couple of people who've donated. Um, honestly, we're, Kind of, we're basically living off the stimulus package thing that we got. Mm -hmm. um, so we use that for rent and we're just kind of waiting to see what's going to happen. I mean, there's some, there's some pretty heavy duty emails I've gotten um, through uh, record labels who want to want me to use some of their artists music. Um, and they pay really good. That's how the, that's how the big TikTokers are making all their money. Um, gotcha. A person like, uh, Justin Bieber's record label reaches out to a big TikToker and says, can you make five songs with Justin's new song? Um, mm -hmm. We'll pay you 10 grand or whatever. And so I'm not going to get paid right. that much by no means, but that would really like change our life. Um, so right. I've gotten two of those emails and my manager is working super hard to try to figure out what we should price them. Um, but I I really like the idea of that just not the, not for the money side, but I really like what I do and I really want to create it. I really yeah. want to keep doing the church lives. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so having the money to do that is going to be huge, but right now our bank account is scary, but I mean, everyone's is right now with, um, with COVID and everything. So I know we're not alone and uh, God's going to keep, you know, take care of us, not let the righteous be forsaken and we'll be good. Right. Right. And, and, you know, I think that there probably are some people who, you know, really believe in what you do, who would, yes, who would, if, if they knew they, they would probably help you, you know, yeah. they would give not, not, you know, not sympathy help, but like they would support, yeah, of course. you yeah. know what I mean? So how, how would people do that if they, if they felt like they were, they, they had, money to give and they'd mm -hmm. like you to have it to continue the ministry and continue doing how would they go about doing that yeah that's a good question so i mean i think it's one of those things we have not because we ask not and i don't tell people like i need to tell people what the state of our finances is with everything um and how many people we're reaching because there's a lot i mean i have at the least i have six thousand dms and it's i will never get to them i don't i'm gonna have to delete them because wow. i'll never will be able to get to them but they're all questions like everywhere on the map. There's probably a lot of those that are common questions though, right? Yeah. So a, a lot, lot of common like, ones. So, so mm -hmm. you'll be able to answer it and it'll answer 50 of them. 
Yep. So, exactly. so there's that also. Yep. Yeah. And just the way to give, we have a website called churchlive.info. Um, it's very simple, churchlive.info. And there's really nothing on the website other than the link to our podcast and the link to uh, be able to give or to get uh, merch. So we have like shirts that say amen on them. And it's right. like a graphic that I've found on the internet and, um, or not, not a graphic, but a typography that I found, a font that I like. And yeah, it's really simple. And that's basically it. All the proceeds go to allowing us to keep the Wi-Fi on, to pay for gear, because you know, you and I both know how gear can get expensive. Um, yeah. But also allow us to just <laughs> pay our rent too. Yeah, I'm looking at some. I've been debating like a piece of gear for three weeks now. I'm what like, is it? Oh, what is it? It's a it's a um, a small digital board. It's a Zoom L12. Uh -huh. And it's a, a soundboard so that you can record multi-track audio specifically for our music, like when we do worship right. for online. And yeah. so I'd love to be able to record multi-track into Premiere or Audition and then uh -huh. be able to sync all the video and stuff um, so that we have higher quality sound. Because right now I'm yeah. just using different you know, pieces of equipment of that I have that yeah. can pick up sound. But, it, you know, it peaks at times or it's a little funky at times. And so I'd like yeah. to be able to have a consistent sound. But anyway, so that's been a, I, so I've been like yeah. debating it because gear, I mean, there's always another thing, you know, oh, but dude. I, but I'm like, man, this would just amp up our worship time so much better, you know, and then there's uh, other applications for it because sometimes we do small, yeah. um, small venue, you know, mm -hmm. little worship things. And so mm -hmm. that's built for like small venue stuff too. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, well, there's a lot of purposes for this. And there's, but anyway, so it's like, I know what you're talking about. Like the gear thing, there's Honestly, always I would something. Say, I would say, just get it. <laughs> because <that's> gonna, <laughs> no, right. I, my experience is you're, first of all, as a creator, you're going to justify what's better because you, as a creator, you want to put out the best stuff. And so you're going to justify it at some point. So just get it. And it's like, it's whatever, it's whatever's going to frustrate you less because the idea is reaching people. And so if getting a certain camera, I just bought this. And I didn't have the I didn't have the money necessarily to get it, but the Joe B Gorilla Pod always mm -hmm. breaks. The legs pop out yeah. and yeah, um, yeah. they fall over. And so I got this switch pod thing. And it's just a really easy way to hold my camera yeah, when I'm totally. recording a TikTok. And it's just so simple. If I have to just like put it down real quick and just start recording, I can just Ooh. do it in. Whatever makes it easier, whatever makes you less frustrated as a creator, just get it. God will take care of you because you're not buying it just to flex on other creators. You're buying right. it to help people. Um, so right. if you can make the audio better, just do it. <laughs> I know that's, I'm just justifying you right now. I know, I know. Well, the problem is, like, I've debated through three different boards now. So, like, first yeah. it was yeah. Roadcaster Pro, but then I'm like, oh, that's, that's not good enough for music. Like, yeah, they don't have exactly. enough for music there. And then I was like, okay, how about the Zoom L8? But then I started thinking about all the channels I need. And I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah. I need to go to the 12. You know, so it's, it's just like, you know. But the yeah. funny thing is the Rodecaster Pro and the 12 are the same price. So it's like, mm -hmm. whatever. What I and love, now, too, about, like, I mean, there's, there's gear that I that I bought that I have either broken or I just don't use anymore. And I don't regret it because I have mastered a piece of gear that someone else hasn't mastered yet. And every time you like can master something in the creative world and you understand something, 
you're just, you're at the table. So if you go to a VidCon, you go to a conference or you sit down with a pastor and he says, I'm about to buy this, 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 and this. You're like, no, 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 don't buy that. And so every time I bought gear, I've just been grateful. Even if I don't use it anymore, I've been, the knowledge is like just so valuable. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I remember when I was, I was in student ministry and Uh we were, uh, I was at a, a church that bought a peach packing plant at the time oh, and renovated it right uh-huh. and uh and they had one of the buildings they created like a youth center right so there was a uh, a production guy in town who went to the church who was friends with the pastor and so he donated a bunch of gear oh. um, like, like it's kind of it was a it wasn't like a it's yours it was like a you can use it for yeah. as long as you so he put in all these moving lights this trussing like brought in this big lighting board and uh, like we got a sound system and all this stuff. And he used theatrical curtaining to make the room appropriate in size, all this stuff, huge install. Um, But again, I was, I was the guy. So I had to know everything. Uh Right. Uh So then he brought in his tech guys over like a a two days over a weekend and just Uh downloaded everything to me. Like, how do you program the lights on this old analog board with a 3.5 disc? Like, how do you do program scenes into it? And I'm so thankful that I have that behind me. And I understand some of that because it's helped me in so many different, so many different times when if I didn't have that experience, I would be like pulling out my hair, watching thousands of hours of YouTube, trying to figure it out. And I'm just thankful that I have that same thing going for like when our church bought a, uh, a new digital soundboard. We went from analog to mm-hmm. digital. I oh, had to good. learn how to route it. I had to learn how to do everything. So I watched tons of YouTube and learned it. And then, you know, I teach it to people as they start volunteering and stuff, but it's, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse. It's the curse of knowledge, right? Cause then you know yeah. it and you're the guy, if something happens, then it's a blessing. Cause you know that you can deal with it if something happens. So it's, totally. it's, it's this, it's two Man. sides of the same coin, you know? No, I'm, I'm with you. Dude. It's the, it's the pastors who are like you that know that stuff and the, um, or the pastors who have a good relationship with their tech guy, right. uh, that are going to thrive. I met this kid. No one talked to him at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he was just, just like kind of not, not that he wasn't shy. He's a very confident kid, but he just kept to himself. He is, you know, he didn't, he chooses his words very wisely. And so he'd never like really spoke up unless he had something to say so i knew he was the tech guy only because he sat at the soundboard all day and uh this is when the church is empty throughout the week and so i was looking at my youth group it's like 30 kids and i was like this isn't a youth group i'd want to go to this is boring Mm -hmm. and so i was like i gotta make it just better and bigger and so i downloaded like this dj app and like i would i made a playlist and i found a way to sync everything at the same bpm and so this is how detailed my youth group was at the time. Every song that I ever played was played at 140 BPM. Um, so it was just like this, like thumping, constant, like constant, like driving. just pounding. Yeah, just driving force of just high energy from the moment you got out of your car. And uh, he showed me how to do that. And then he got me a bunch of lights. I was like, how do I get lights in here? How do I make it better? So he put out a ton of lights. Then he pulled out... Um, he uh, pulled out a, a haze machine, like everything. He just transformed my room. 
And I was a right. fifth and sixth grade pastor. So the middle school pastor and the high school pastor and my boss ended up coming up to me and saying, um, you have to dial it back. Right. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, you're making the other ministries look so bad. And their kids are not going to want to go to youth group. They're not going to want to go to middle school. And they're not so going to want to go to stage. high school. They're going to want to yeah. stay with you. Yeah. And I was like, are you serious? Like, I can't dial it back. Kids are, we went from 30 to 130 um, kids in a month. And it was just, I mean, par- I would have to make parents leave. Everyone loved to be there because it was such this like high energy. And of course, like uh, it just exploded and it hasn't gone back. It's still huge. And it's mm-hmm. all because of Tyler Moore is our tech guy. And he actually moved to Hawaii. He's on the board of Insta Church, And he was there the first, first service. He ended up getting a job as a tech director in Oahu. And so me and him talk every day. We're, we're finally back on the same time zone. And he, I mean, everything that you see tech-wise uh, behind Insta Church is has all been Tyler. Mm-hmm. Like everything. Um, every, I mean, we, we wouldn't have Insta Church if it wasn't for him. Right. Or it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be where it's at. So just yeah. get have a good relationship either with your kids who know tech or your tech director. <laughs> Right. It's the most valuable thing you could do, I'm telling you. Our production team, when we have live services in person, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. Um, is is Donnie, and he's like our staple guy, right? Yeah. And then we have teenagers who rotate through. That's Perfect. It. And then I'm running the soundboard a lot during music. It's crazy. We're always, like, running back and That's forth. That's so heavy. Teenagers, Yeah. You, it's a good way to include them, especially when you're – portable and you don't have like a separate youth service and that sort of thing. Um, it's a great way to engage them. Here's a question I want to ask you because when I went to your live videoing of Insta Church Live, you had like, I feel like there was like 10 people there, right? You had like this mm-hmm. team, you had like someone reading the screen and putting up like writing names of people for you to read and say, mm-hmm. and you had like, mm-hmm the video guy and you had um, your friend who was leading worship and you had, you know, just cheerleaders there. Right. Mm -hmm. And now Mm -hmm. you've got you, your wife and your kids at the, from what I can see, from what I can tell now the team is real Mm -hmm. small in terms of who is pulling off the actual thing. I I understand you have a board and different stuff like that, but, but Uh so talk about that, like going from that team to really downscaling your team you know, has that been hard? Was that, you know, tell me about that. Yeah, that's a really good question. We have to understand that as creators and pastors, people, what they really want is to connect with us. Mm -hmm. Um, And people want to follow Micah Foster. They want to see Micah's vlogs. They want to like connect with the pastor. And every time you think of a church, you think of the pastor, Um, whether it's elevation, you think of Stephen, transformation you think of mike todd um and the person that everyone wants to connect with unless they have like a banging band which is kind of hillsong's culture and elevation somehow got that culture too and bethel as well uh, but transformation doesn't have that culture at all um and so it's kind of unique to the church but for the most part even mosaic doesn't even in la they don't even have that culture they have a great band but none of us really care about connecting with the band members you know, we just want their music. Um, so we kind of had that realization that, sorry, there's a gecko in our, in my office. Um, we had that realization that uh, people love David's voice, but 
everyone that watches Insta Church, they are there for the preaching. They want to hear the word of God. And so they didn't really, they, and they're my, they're my followers. They found me from the videos that I put out, the short sermons. And so they want to connect with me and my family. Um, and so we realized like, you know what? We can't sing. We don't have a good uh, voice, but I can play guitar and people aren't sitting back singing with us anyway. They're just, they want to just have a worship as a little transitional piece to get into the message. Um, and they still want to hear an encouraging song, I think for the most part, but we just realized they just, they really just don't care if it's really good worship or not. They just don't. And so we're like, you know what? We can't, we could bring David in through the Instagram, through the FaceTime thing, but we realized, you know what? They're not going to miss the worship. As far as having people that hold up the screens and stuff like that, we just realized we could dial all that back and just make it more natural and make it more personal um, Mm. and not make it feel produced. And I don't know if there will ever come a day. And I I got this idea from uh, John Mayer. John Mayer does a live show called Current Mood. Um, If you you are a church person and you want to do Instagram church, I would encourage you to go watch his live show. Um, he reposts them, but the way he does it is it's, he does everything. I mean, they have really good lights, really good audio. Right. Um, sure. But as far as all the technical stuff that goes into it, like him, like bringing people in or him calling out people or telling jokes or doing different segments of his show. It's a lot like a live show, like Jimmy Fallon. He does it all himself right there on the camera. And it, mm-hmm. it, when, when someone goes like this, if you're watching on YouTube and like reaches out and touches the screen to push a button on the screen or, you know, to switch the camera angle, it feels like you're, I'm reaching out to that person. Mm. Um, so we had this idea that if we were way far away from the camera, framed up nicely, we're standing up, we got our microphone, we're doing our things. We've, right. we've, we're creating an experience that is not personal with them. And so mm. even recently we ditched the mic because the microphone was feeling, it almost felt too much like church. Like it felt mm. too much like there's a, there's something in between me and Alex. Instead of us getting close, like you can see all my nostrils and I'm pushing the screen, like people like that. <laughs> it's more personal. And so we realize, you know what? People don't care if babies cry in the background or if our kids are yeah. misbehaving. They want to see all of it. So we just dropped mm-hmm. it all. Today, in today's culture, the more personal and in control you are, the more professional you seem. People come to Insta Church and it feels so thought out. It feels like a well-packaged thing because I'm so in control of how personal it is and the way that I'm, ta- I'm talking. So comment where you're watching from. Welcome, everyone. Hey, if you are in the East Coast, what time is it where you are? Uh, let us know what your favorite emoji, comment your favorite emoji or the last recent emoji that you've seen. And do this for me, guys. People are going to come in late. So Mark Chapter 2, put that on the screen so if anyone comes in late, they can see where we are. Um, we are going to sing one song, one message is a short song. So sing along with us, or you can keep commenting, talking back with each other. Um, let's jump into the song. And so it's so like, I'm in so in such control of the chat and the community that even though it's not good quality, even though the audio probably sucks, they don't care because they feel like this is like really for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what makes it feel professional. And going back with John Mayer, if you watch John Mayer's thing, it's filmed on an iPhone, crappy video quality. But he is so in love with the idea of what he's doing. It right. feels so thought out. So people just right. don't care. Yeah, I, that's my one of my favorite quotes from uh, Trey Van Camp, who's like the Vogue pastor king. Yeah. And, and he says that personal is better than professional. 
And that's kind of Come his on. line. So uh, I love it'll it. be on a future, it'll be on a future episode, but um, yeah. anyway, man, uh, I really appreciate you, you, you taking a, a good chunk of your day with me now. And I know you got a lot going on. You got things you got to produce and things you got to think uh-huh. up and write out. And you're, Man, one of the things I think you're really good at is you take like every single illustration known to every youth pastor ever known and then you put <laughs> it online and people are like, oh my gosh, you know, and I, I think that's great. I think that's yeah. great. You know, like I think the one that I think got a lot of people that I remember seeing is like putting the candle behind the glass. Mm. Um, yeah. Anyway, but there's there's a lot of stuff and, and they're short and they're poignant yeah. and they're like, it makes people think. Um, I think that's really good. Well, I, I, you know, I really appreciate you. I appreciate what you're doing. Appreciate you taking your time to talk with me about some things and, you know, you're helping me think through things because I know, I know that the church, when, when we're all able to go back to mm-hmm. normal, um, you know, church is going to look different. Mm-hmm. If we've got our ear to the ground, if we're paying attention, church is going to shift in some way. I'm just yeah. trying to figure out what is that way and how can we adapt yeah. best mm-hmm. and what's going to do what's going to bring the most glory to God. And, yeah. and I don't think doing things exactly as we've done them for the past, you know, hundred years or whatever is, is going to, going to do that. So nope. I think yeah. we've got to shift. There's got to be a shift and I'm trying to figure out what that is. So I'm talking to a lot of people who are in yeah. the midst of it and doing something different than normal. So you know, thanks, that's man. So, that's so good. Cause like, no, I love talking to you. So I, I'll talk to you all day if I could. No, just new wineskins. Like if the kingdom of God is like new wine, it wants to expand because it's alive. And so if we put it into an old wineskin, the old practices of church are going to pop. They're going to burst. And so we have to pour the kingdom of God into new things like online video, like online sermons, because the kingdom of God wants to expand everywhere. The kingdom of God didn't just want one generation. It wants every generation. So the more we get comfortable with pouring the new wine of the kingdom into new wineskins, the more the kingdom of God is just going to grow and flourish and bring joy to the world. Um, so I would challenge you to upload a, a service completely to restream and throw it up on YouTube and the other platforms, Periscope, everything, but do one service like on an iPhone. Hmm. Don't tell anyone. I mean, just randomly just do one service just on an iphone just no microphone just good lighting and an iphone and you and a worship leader and just just try it one day and talk to people in the chat answer people's questions say hey to them and just get a feel for it and i know like it'll be even if you don't do it every sunday it'll be a refreshing thing for you guys to do um, sure. and it'll just be a lot of fun it'll be super it sounds fun. like iPhones are only going to get better. The streaming yeah, quality of iPhones are only going to get better. I know. Yep. I know. And and it really sounds that sounds like something that I could really see us doing um kind of off Sunday morning. You yeah, know like totally. Like a like hey, let's we're going to have this living room worship thing, you know, and and it's just going to be, you know, and it's cuz we do those things every once in a while just in person. You know, we'll just invite mm-hmm. whoever over to a house and we'll have Perfect. a living room worship night. But yeah. if if we just didn't invite them to a house and just said, hey, we're going to do it on Instagram, you yeah. know, that's that could be really interesting. Do it. But That'd be awesome. I'm going to need that board to make sure I got good sound. So. <laughs> Get it, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, God bless you. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. It's from Love the garage office, from my garage office to yours. <laughs> 
uh, to your yes. carport in Hawaii. I'm going to go look up some flights to Hawaii right now. Do it. Right? All right. Please. God bless you, man. Thank you so much. Hey, I'll see you later. Much Peace. love. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. I love what Alex is doing and his family are doing on Instagram to reach people who cannot or will not come to a physical church location. And, uh, and if you want to connect more, just follow this podcast wherever you're listening or press subscribe on YouTube and you'll see all the future episodes. God bless you and I hope you have a great day.